Listen up. The gym class heroes are back and ready to coach you up. It's myself, Rob, here with Blake, and hey, uh, we brought Nate back. How's it going? Of course, Nate's a coach, been a coach for a long time. We consider him an expert in coaching. Rob and Blake from Sierra Strength and Speed are back at it in the Jack Daniels Presents This Life Ain't For Everybody studio with Coach Nate. And as fitness mentors, their goal is to elevate our teen athletes' fitness game. You've done this practice. You've done this thing. You've looked in your bag. This didn't work. This did work. What's going on here? If that doesn't work, toss it and on to the next. The mentor is the person you go to. It will be intense. There will be no excuses and accountability will be their key to success. We're going to get more aggressive with your training this year. We're going to get more aggressive with watching video. We want to go through the progressions. I guess that's okay too. Jack Daniels proudly presents This Life Ain't For Everybody, A Fit Life, The Living Strong Series. That, you know, is worth its own weight in gold. Now, get ready to sweat because it's Roll Call with Rob, Blake, and Coach Nate. Hi guys, hi Rob. We're we're back. It's uh, it's another Hello, Friday everyone. in the pod room, and uh, it's myself, Rob, here with Blake, and uh, we brought Nate back because he was really good. And uh, <laughs> you know, we had a, we had a few more questions, and and I kind of came up with a format for today that's going to be. Of course, inaugural um, in terms of this format for today. Hi, Nate. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? Welcome to the pod, everyone. <laughs> Welcome. All right. So so we're just going to jump right into it. What we're going to do, what what I thought would be interesting is we're going to just kind of go around the room with different questions. We're, we're going to come up with different questions. Of course, Nate's a coach, been a coach for a long time. We consider him an expert in coaching. So he's going to be looking at these questions from a coaching aspect Blake being the real athlete at the table or former <laughs> athlete is going to be looking at these questions from an athletic perspective or being the athlete and, and how that would be and me as an athletic trainer strength coach I'm really not a coach primarily on the court with the kids it's more behind the scenes and and typically you know as the athletic trainer you're trying to take the best interest of the student athlete in in hand so but you play a role between the coach and the athlete so that's kind of how i was going to look at these questions unless unless there's a parenting thing and i've parented once or twice so i might come at it from that angle so Yep. That's what parents, we're going to do. Parents. Yeah, because I think one of the questions we're going to address today will be some parent stuff. So, you know, Nate last time had a few more questions, and so we thought it went pretty good. So we're we're going to attack more uh, just general questions, but, you know, dealing with young athletes and cool. hopefully helping them out and, and getting them going. All right. Yeah. All right. You want I, me to? I think Nate's fired up. Fired so up. Nate. Nate. Dude. Nate. All right. You just warm. All right. You do it. So there's two things we, we were asked to bring to. The first one is mentors and role models. And what's the difference between the two? What's What does that involve from a coaching perspective, from a player perspective, from a training perspective? So the, the one that hits me early right now is role models. So my first question is, who were the role models in your professional career? Not your mentors, because I want to keep them like separate. So like who, what is a role model? What is that? Wow. Like how, how do we do that? So who well, were the- well, We're going deep. Well, yeah. let's do this. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, yeah. define role model for me. It's like, like, what do you think is, what, what's different there, role model, mentor? I mean, because there's some similar principles. Right. Right? Right. 
for me, the this is just my off, yeah, the, yeah, thought, yeah. off the top, is a mentor is, again, somebody that's maybe uh, in a higher position than you are and it's something that you're attaining to do or et cetera. Okay. And I think role models potentially are more peer-based. So I think you can, okay. you can they can be, go back and forth, you okay. know, but I, that's how I see the division. Am I way off there? No. I, I, that's, of, I, what do you think about that? That's pretty, I like tights where I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. So, so that idea of who, who were the role models as an athlete for you? Blake. So we're, we're starting with you. Role Blake. models? Hi, yeah. yeah. Man, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on the same wavelength. Like, role models to me were like players I looked up to. Yeah. Like, or like guys I could watch. So like, locally, Kyle Van Noy is a name that came to mind. Like, that was a guy. Yeah. I'd, I wasn't, I don't know the guy at all. Never met him. But he was close enough to me in proximity and like, I was able to see enough of him, his games and stuff like that when I was growing up. Right. That it was like, it was very impactful. Like, on like, the way I wanted to play football. Right. Right. And then some, you can move that closer and closer to me. Like there's guy, Jake Hess that played at Galena. So he was a little bit closer, a little bit, you know, closer in age a little bit. Mm -hmm. Another guy, I was like, man, that's a guy I want to play football. Like, you know, and then my coaches knew him as well. And they're like, that's a good guy to like emulate. Right. You know, socially in the community, you know, as a student. So that, you know, it moved a little bit closer, a few more, touchable qualities you know what I mean because my coaches knew him coached him so like they can kind of pass down like yeah you you know guys like this have come through our program you want to be like guys like this Jacob Anderson I don't you know just a couple names those are from like way back sure. in a high mm-hmm. um and then Luke Babbitt, another guy that went through Galena. Got, you know, I had coaches that coached him, you know, yeah. be like this guy. So that's kind of where my role models in sports came from. So that's perfect. That hits me. So here's where we go with this then. So, like, what we're saying is role models are, are things that are like how to act, uh, how to play, how to work, how to react, how to talk, how to treat people uh, on top of this is how you tackle, this is how you run, this is the, you know, this is how you study. That's what a role model is, I think. And you can be a role model for me to learn how to how to interact with people and less so your athleticism. And Rob yeah. can be mm-hmm. like I can take different things from different people or different players and, and like assimilate them into your own game or personality or life or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, same deal I have. Evan Thatcher, Ozzy Antonetti, Jiba, Gustavo, Ivan Milkovic, Logan Tom, like these players that I grew up on, I was like, holy shit, look at what these people can do. I bet if I copy that, I can be like 10% of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that leads me to question number two. Are we doing these back to back? Yeah, yeah you're good. Right. Question you're good. number two. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have more anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Question number two How do we as a coach and you as a player take and copy those things and assimilate them into your own game when do you choose to copy what they're doing when do you choose to not like copying you're looking at role models and trying to copy what they're doing yeah right so how do we get good at copying and that's the role model question and that's the development player development Mm -hmm. like how would i take some role models in my coaching life like in my coach like i've seen as coaches who i want to model my coaching game after and how do i put that in my coaching is that what you're asking that's the idea yeah yeah i mean whether I was lucky to realize early on or whatever, I knew I like liked coaching. I got opportunities to coach at kids camps and stuff like that. And I enjoyed it. Right. And then I just always, I knew I wanted to always be a part of the game in some, and you know, at first I thought that was football, but now it's kind of, the game's just bigger. You know what I mean? I got volleyball players, wrestlers, baseball players. I got it. Now the game's really big. I got a lot of games I'm involved in. <laughs> um, that's the game I'm in. 
so I always I walked through all my teams with my eyes up, you know, and I really watched the coaches, the guys that I really felt gravi- like I'd gravitate to. I'd pay a lot of attention. And so I think it's a trial and error process, really. Like, we're trying to do it with the girls right now. We were talking about it on the way over. Right. Athletes are kind of, you know, we got to trick them into kind of doing what we want them to do, mm-hmm. especially kids. <laughs> yeah, trick them. So, like, I just got a big bag of tricks from a lot of my coaches that I just kind of go through the process of eliminations. Like, and I just start with which ones were the best for me because that's my best sample I have. You know, like, right. what made me tick the most? What what coaches were able to stimulate my growth the most? And I just go through that that process of elimination and and work it down that way and then try to use my own mind because just trust trust myself that I've been doing this in, diligently yeah. and add my own creativity where I know it, it may fit because these girls aren't who I was when I was – 15 and they're them and so trusting the relationships i've built with them right and expanding upon that using just going through you know going through my bag and like okay let's see if this one works and if it doesn't work let's try work trying to do it through that you know this lens if that doesn't work toss it and on to the next right so then bounce back mentors that's the question is we've done that you've done this practice you've done this thing you've looked in your bag this didn't work this did work what's going on here the mentor is the person you go to to bounce shit off of again like yeah. all right this did this work did this not why didn't this work what what can you help me with here yeah that's the i think that's the interesting role model i looked at it a little different in terms of you know when you mention role models i'm thinking in my head of my role models which yeah. were which were football players cuz that was the sport i liked um and I did want to emulate them. So I was looking at it from the athlete's perspective. And I don't know if this is where you were going, Nate, but it's almost like the kid has to, like, you can't, I don't think you can tell them, hey, follow so-and-so and follow so-and-so. And so. Yeah. It's almost that internal thing where they're like, they're, they see something and they're like, who's that? And what right. that, what was that? You know, so, so I don't know if that's what you were looking yeah, But guess- it's almost like they have to go, okay, that's what I want to do. I'm going to start watching them or, or, you know, looking at them. Yeah. Because from a coaching standpoint, you know, of course, we all have role models and and mentors in our our fields and people that we emulate. But ultimately, we kind of – you know, as we go, we pick up our own style and, and it's a little piece of this and a little piece of that. And, right. You know, I remember a little off topic, but I had one kid and he was like all of 22 and he goes, uh, well, your philosophy is different than mine. And I'm like, you're 22. You don't have a philosophy. Right. <laughs> you know, you just yeah. don't. You should be at this point. You should be an open book and be going. Right. I like that. Uh, I don't yeah. know that I like that. I need to learn more about that. I, you know, so this is a lunch buffet. Just pick some Here stuff. Let's is. figure it out. It's yeah. a big open world. And I yeah. know you learned this in school, but now there's a whole lot more out there. Right. And then you can gravitate towards one or the other. And and so I don't, you know, I was kind of looking at it from the athlete. I, I, I think as a, for a role model, as we look at our young volleyball girls and, and I don't know if you can say, Hey, I want you to play like, so I, I think to yeah. me, I'm, I'm almost thinking they have to find somebody <laughs> and go, wow, that, that girl at, at, you know, UConn right. is really, she looks similar to me. And I, I like, well, I like what she does. I'm going to watch, you know, so. So that's the sneaky secret that I brought us to. Okay. Is in our gym, we have, we've talked about last time, 13 to 18, you know, eight to 18 year old girls. 
they compare each other around 12. They start to like really look around mm-hmm. and go like, huh, what's she doing? What am I doing? Who is she? Where is she? We talked about this last yeah. time, right? Yeah. And I don't want to look stupid. That's the biggest fear. Yeah. But they, they keep going. Once they're past the, the comfort stage, they keep going in comparisons. So they're constantly, it, I mean, it sounds like a cliche or whatever, but they're constantly judging each other, right? And it's yeah. like, that's a thing. Okay. Yeah. But Social ranking. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That, that We covered those those ideas last time but the beef is if i show them a video of these players playing or whatever and then i show them a video of them playing they hate that uh, they is hate it, it is it just because they hate seeing <clears throat> themselves or 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 they don't like the comparison it's both okay. they don't like to see themselves okay. because they see themselves and they go oh my god that's what i look like yeah oh this is a problem oh look that was so stupid or right their, their focus and intention when we talked about last time or their attention and intention do you think that's their age um yes to some it, degree just, yeah just because because i go back and i'm old here so so <laughs> when 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 i was learning how to water ski and i really wanted to get better at it and I thought I was I was reading a couple of things and I thought I was doing, you know, they talk about being tall and posture and blah, blah, blah. Well, we took the video camera, which was, you know, four feet by six feet onto the <laughs> boat the because, boat. you know, unfortunately we didn't have, you know, a micro sized camera. Yeah, it's a bazooka we, on your shoulder. Yeah, we took yeah. it out to the boat and made sure it didn't get wet and, you know, made sure the VHS tape was ready to go, the whole freaking thing, right? Because it's this is 30 years ago. And, and then when I filmed it, I'm like, Holy crap, that is so different from what I thought I was doing. I thought I was doing everything right. Like, for example, my posture, I'm like, I am so bent at the waist. And you're supposed to be nice and tall and erect and pulling away from the boat. And I'm like, holy shit, I, no wonder. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. even, close. Yeah, not even close. So, yeah. so now I was, and the reason I asked that, Nate, is because I was a little older. I was probably 16, 17. So a little older than that middle school group, which right. is such a, anomaly yeah. in terms of age yeah. we talked about that last time it's such a tricky time frame so i didn't know if it was just the age or if it's if it's most all of them yeah to some degree it's the age right. obviously right we're yeah. struggling yeah. We're, we're in this time and i like i don't want to watch that i just want to do the thing like why do you have to like yeah you have to critique everything just tell me what i'm doing wrong and let's move on okay so there there is some of that but but again so think i'll show them a video of other people playing and they're like who are these people and they're like i don't know I, I have no idea who are the like be, who's the best player you've ever seen uh, her name's Tori Harper she's she was awesome that's cool Tori Harper's the best player you've ever seen and she's really good mm-hmm. great but there's like 10,000 other awesome volleyball players and yeah. years before them and years after them and why don't you get like why don't you go learn and look at the history of this activity and you can pick pieces from different players that you mm-hmm. like how does she move I learned I learned um, how to hit cross body right like across my body so like think like a no look pass or whatever okay. right like okay. I'm looking over here I'm showing you this way and yep. oh I hit it back the other way yeah. right I learned that from kevin goff one of my like best buddies in college right and he can like jump and hit across his body i was like that's cool how do you do (laughs) that that, right whereas in our gym right now they'll go oh my god she's better than me yeah right and then just like either check out or get mad yeah yeah Yeah. and the other angles and this is another another question but like how do you harness that because ah. she can also just get mad at her and be like oh, well this chick I don't like her because of this because she's good oh she thinks she's better than me like yeah it just yeah oh she thinks that no look hits cool right <laughs> that's not cool right. that's not cool <laughs> right so uh. yeah so the but but 
when they get past it, and there's a few that are starting to get the idea, mm-hmm. they go, it's literally, what do you want me to do? Here it is. I'll show you exactly what I want you to do. It's right here. It's this guy. He's jumping and he's hitting the ball cross court. When he lands, he's facing cross court. He's not facing the net. He's not falling over his left leg. You know, he's not right. like taking the ball over his head. He's not going wrist away. I mean, all the things I just all said these. are ACL tears, hip problems, back problems, shoulder problems. Like, right. Okay. So do it the way this guy's doing it. Okay. Did I do it? I don't know. Did I do it? I don't know. Let's go look at the film. Right. Did yeah. you do it? It's right there. Yeah. Either you did or you didn't. Or, yeah, that was 20% better. Now, can we get yeah. our left arm up to the ball more, right? Yeah. And then we'll be in a better position to attack it. Like, you can really learn, like, what did I look like? Yeah. <laughs> what do I look like when I'm game doing films, it? Game film is hard, like, all the way up, like, through college and stuff. It's hard to watch game film because there's an outcome attached that you already know. Like, yeah. you already, like... Especially if you lose or often when it's showing up on film, it's because of something we didn't do right. Yeah. Here comes his play. Yeah. Yeah. And you know you didn't do it right. And if you're, you know, and if you're, if you care, if you even halfway care, you've been thinking about that shit for a couple days now. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh man, I knew I messed that up and here it comes. But, but you were a film guy. I enjoyed film. I mean, you you got into film and and not just watching yourself, but watching. Watching the whole game. Yeah. And And there's levels to it. And how important that is. Very important. And it's. It's funny, Nate, because I want to back up just a hair because, you know, as you talk about that, it's like, well, certain girls are probably getting into it in certain ones. But ultimately, when we took like this year, I kind of pulled the 15, 16 group just to see where their head was, because a lot of them are going to be done it at the end of high school. But I just wanted to go, okay. We're going to get more aggressive with your training this year. We're going to get more aggressive with watching video. We, right. we want to we want to go yeah. through the progressions. Who wants to go to college? And so when I asked that group, it was eighty percent. Yeah, and right. and so you would think with that group when you ask that question, I would think with that group, eighty percent of them would be like, "We got to watch the film," you know. Yeah, right. And only twenty percent. But it sounds to me like it's. It's not even close to those numbers. It's, no. It's, well, your yeah. flaws are being broadcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, I think that's just like a hard True. concept to like. <laughs> oh, my God. We, one time we, we put up a, like a low light film at Nevada. Like, hey, this is all the plays that we messed up on. And one yeah. of the kids was like whispering in the back. She's like, so this is what 25 to zero looks like. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this yeah. is tough to watch, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah it should be. You yeah. know, it's not the desired outcome. Right, Like, right. it's not. Yeah, yeah, so that's no, fair. There's, they're, they're there's value out there. in it, but I just think, especially at their age, it's just like they just shrink from like. But when you like, if you're just like you said, showing them something like hitting cross court, and they and it's just like it's like more binary, you know? what I mean, straightforward. Like we just need this to happen. Right. When you're watching like a game and you're like, "Fuck, I blew this point. I remember this one." The second you see it, yeah. you can smell it again. You know yeah. what I mean? You're like, "Oh, you're right back in the shoes." Here we go. Yeah. 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 And you yeah. just have to relive the guilt and shame again. And that's not on. It's not a bad quality. It means they care right. you know they're like they don't like messing up yeah and but it's it's getting them to understand that concept like you said where this is big picture minded and over the next course the next few years while you're in this program it's going to be a constant it's a steady state of compete learn work compete learn work and we've been trying i've been trying to get that to them like the first tournament this weekend i was you know, messing with them a little bit, you know, we all kind of felt a little slow. So I was like, Hey, we coaches said you guys felt slow. And the first thing they're all get really defensive. And then second, they're like, okay, but we were, you're right. We were slower than most of the teams we got beat by. And then just trying to, again, 
coaching them through the process of like now when we come in here and we're working on our feet or working on our lateral movement like you have to now bring a whole nother level of focus to this session because you if you truly care you understand that we're slow so we have to get faster and this is when that's going to happen it's not going to happen in your sleep yeah. it happens now and you got to be awake for that you got to be ready for it and ready to receive that coaching so maybe let's hang in there with them through time here and maybe hopefully this time next year right you know they're not shying away from watching the the film quite as much <laughs> right because they could see some success because like, they see ooh, the success in it yeah. yeah yeah and they understand just that this the the cycle of learning and competing like you're you're gonna the whole reason you go compete is to see where you measure up you know this the reason those point on the scoreboard like okay they beat us they're they're better than us by x amount you right know? is it always that straightforward no but do you think because we've talked about this before, Nate. Do you think that part of it is because at that age, and not that we're so instant feedback gratification kind of deal, but do you think that for that age group, it's hard to understand the process? So when Blake talks about that, it's like, it's like you need to understand from age 13 to 90 now, er everything that you're going to go for yeah. is going to be a work process. Yeah. So do you think it's it's just kind of getting that through that look, we need we're trying to develop you. Right. You're obviously here cuz you want to get developed. We're this is we're climbing the ladder. Yeah. So these are the it steps the we go. have to take right. to get to here. Uh, you know, uh, so do you think that's part of it that they just don't understand the the whole process from A to Z that yeah. we've got to here's what we've got to get through to get to here. You said this last time. You said you were you were saying like maybe you know you're talking to people and and you're not sure how they're responding or what they're getting from what your they're, what, what they're, they're yeah. yeah. And you're like oh they probably don't see it like us. And I remember saying they don't they don't they don't <laughs> they, don't. <laughs> they don't. So they like that I guess that sort of urgency but willingness to be consistent mm -hmm. in that thirteen to ninety like just keep just keep going yeah and hey, we have to keep going. Come on. Like right. those yeah. two things that, no, that, <laughs> they're just not ready for that yet. Yeah, it's yeah, their first time you, being 15. Exactly. Yeah, right, right. And they'll get, you know, you get better at that process as, you know, you go from my age to Nathan, you yeah. know, your old age. But <laughs> careful, I can say you can't. <laughs> All right. You can't make any comments about my hairline then. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It, it's but no, yeah, they got you know. You get better at that whole process as it goes. I mean, just from from fifteen to twenty eight, like I understand it a whole lot more, yeah. and it's less like the task of of self improvement is a whole lot less daunting because you know you, you got to figure you even just put it in terms of like you got training wheels on the bike. Within the year or two, you, you got the train wheels off the bike. You make progress fast. You mm -hmm. go from crawling to walking to running relatively quickly, you know? So it's yeah. like that whole process when you're a kid and you're so, you're just, everything is new and fresh. Like that's the, been my biggest struggle. Like yeah. we were talking about reading on the way over. Like I think I got to reteach myself the process of like reading and like retaining through probably a little bit more fun of, of reading rather than just like so hardcore everything. Yeah. Cause I just, I've kind of lost that mechanism of like reading and learning just cause I haven't done it as much. But, Again, I'm not afraid of that task. I know it's going to be a little bit longer than it was when I was a kid. I could, as I learned how to read, I just kept reading more and more and more, and it got right. it was really easy. Yeah, like holy shit, reading's hard now. <laughs> yeah. You know, right? You know, like focusing and, and yeah. sitting and retaining is a lot harder. Yeah. So you got to like, eh, well, the thing where you read the paragraph. And yeah. You're like, well, I didn't even know what I just read. Exactly. Well, I'm start over. Yeah. I did yeah. That twice last time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't even that tired. So let me ask you this, Blake, from just 
and I don't even know that Nate wants to go this way, but what could you, from an athlete's perspective, what could you do to get the girls to understand, hey, just watch, just pick up a couple of highlights, you know, because it's so easy. It is easy. To go out there and find 75 different volleyball girls that play your spot and are really good. So how, from an athlete's perspective, how could – Nate or I go, hey, just watch a couple of clips on this and see what happens, you know, because yeah. because the brain is a huge part of what we're trying to, you know, so the more they see it, then they start to understand the concept. Yeah. And then from there, they're like, ah, oh. <coughs> the light bulb goes off and they're like, oh, Nate, I get it. I, I know, what you're, you know, so right. how, how could we get, yeah. you know, from an athlete's perspective, how could we get a... 14 15 year old girl to be like hey i want to i just you know yeah i think it starts relationships first i mean i think coaching is such a relationship based gig anyway you got to like you got to be confident in the fact that like you know the athlete well enough to like give them a good recommendation in the first place and that you have that rapport where if you come to them you're like hey do something externally that it's going to get done anyway and so like and as the athlete i gotta i gotta feel like you know what makes me tick anyway. That that you like if if nothing you say ever sticks. Well, that neither is the next thing. So just because you're telling me to go watch something on my phone doesn't make it any more special. So understanding like truly what your relationship with the athlete is, and then offering them players perspectives, things to watch, things to do through that lens of like I already know what makes you go. So if I want you to watch like a player, it's going to be somebody that's like, that I think that you think you can achieve, attain, you know, it's an attainable task or get or, into or get into yeah. exactly. Yeah. Cause your style of play is like wild and crazy. This, this player is wild and crazy and I want to see you wilder and crazier. So <laughs> emulate some of this or, yeah. you know what I mean? And so you have to understand them at a level where like this player is very reserved and very like, you know, technician based. They're so good at their skills. They're really sharp. They're like an assassin. You know, it's like, I think I see a lot of assassin in you. I want that like cold blooded, watch this player. This is what they're like but you have to understand them to you know and they have to trust that you understand them like the person and like what makes them go in any arena not just sports right you know what i mean like they yeah. should trust that you could give them a, an album to listen to and you'd be like fuck yeah that's a good album you know mm-hmm. what i mean because sure, you understand like them at a level that's far beyond just volleyball like oh i want you to hit like this girl because she's good isn't going to make anybody go right right you know what i mean yeah i gotta identify with this human yeah Yeah. like think like uh hey we're gonna watch this clip or whatever and i want you guys to track number 15 and they watch her for a little bit and they go who is 15 and now we're like now we're off and running yeah Yeah. right like oh her name is lauren and she does da 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 da." like oh i do that like that you know and now now there's some kind of connection there yeah so that a friend of mine brought that when we were talking about this like hey that's a way to help help kind of like you know i'll feed you baby bird like here you go a little bit a little bit at a time like yeah yeah, Yeah. next one next one yeah so yeah but it's it's just like like you know you don't want to offer bad advice you know you want to offer somebody a bad movie right either you're like you don't this guy doesn't like horror films (laughs) but i'm gonna shove one down his throat waste two hours of your (laughs) yeah so i think it's all it's all through the same vein it's like you know you gotta you gotta get to them where they you know yeah who they are like i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna recommend a horror movie to a comedy movie guy Agreed. We're going to break for a real quick commercial. Thank you all very much. Ah! 
When determination takes over, boundaries disappear. That's where the real art of trying to foster that trailblazer spirit and somebody that just thinks of themselves in a box. I used to use the example of Roger Bannister, the guy that ran the four-minute mile, right? Yeah. And before that, he was like, you can't do that. It's physically yeah. impossible. You can't run that. Right. And then they did it. And then, again, immediately after, 12 other guys did it. A Fit Life, the Living Strong series on Jack Daniels presents This Life Ain't For Everybody with Robin Blake from Sierra Strength and Speed and special guest Coach Nate is brought to you in part by Traeger Grills, Mickey Thompson Tires, and Gator Coolers. Rob Blake and Coach Nate will return for another set after the break. So take five. Hey everybody, you know we are a huge fan of Jack Daniels, not just their product, but their mission, their culture, Lynchburg, Tennessee, the people. And we want to introduce you to the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Program. Join us at jackdaniels.com and learn about the Single Barrel Program, visiting Lynchburg, Tennessee, participating in a barrel tasting, a whiskey tasting, picking your favorite flavor, whether it's the burn in your mouth, whether it's the maple, whether it's the different combination of flavors that you are going to experience in each of the distinct bottles of Jack Daniels Single Barrel, you're going to be able to choose the best one, your favorite one, and purchase that entire barrel. It all comes bottled in individual single barrel bottles. You get your own hanging name tag, brand tag, your logo on it. You can give them away as gifts. Go knock on the door of a landowner and say, thank you for letting me hunt your field. There's so many options with the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Program. We're proud to be part of it. We have introduced it to so many of our friends and family across the country, whether it was at a business, whether it was at a duck lodge, whether it was at a conservation event. It is truly an awesome program. Learn more about it at jackdaniels.com, the Single Barrel Program. We've been involved for the last five years. I'm looking at two of my barrels right now. We just got our 2023 barrel in the Single Barrel Rye. Absolutely mesmerizing. My brother Clint's old fashions with it speak for themselves. It's the Jack Daniels single barrel program. Check it out. Learn about it. I hope you decide to visit Lynchburg, Tennessee and get your own barrel. Thank you very much. Gator coolers, the drinkware, the coolers, the 45, the 70, the 110 on wheels. Keep that meat fresh. Keep those drinks cold. Ice for days. The retention, the design, the attention to detail, just how cool they are aesthetically. It's just a great American brand out of the great state of Louisiana. The McGeehee brothers, my boy Brian, they are kicking butt. The official cooler and drinkware of the Foul Life Television and the Foul Life Podcast. I can't say enough. I love opening a Gator cooler and seeing it full of our bounty. Wings on if we're traveling, possession limits only, everything ethical, but I love eating wild game and I love making sure that it's fresh and that's exactly what a gator cooler allows the hunter or fisher to do. I don't take it for granted. I travel with several of them in our trucks and trailers. We have snacks in them. We have drinks in them. They come with cutting boards. They do not leak. They do not allow air into it. Their design is absolutely perfect and they are reinventing the way that people take care of their food, their bounty, and they support Ducks Unlimited, California Waterfowl Association, so many conservation agencies across the country. You can find them at the NWTF convention in Nashville, Tennessee this coming February 2024 as part of our booth. We don't go anywhere without Gator. They are cold-blooded down to the core, the official cooler of the Foul Life Television and the Foul Life Podcast. Get you a Gator for this season. I promise you, it's going to keep your meat fresher. We travel a lot. We're up and down America's highways, byways, thoroughways, cornfields, dirt roads, back roads, country roads. Love seeing that dust in our rear view. Love looking over and seeing the sunset, the sunrise, mallard ducks pitching in to a pond in Kansas, a coyote howling in Wyoming, an antelope standing on the side of the road in Nevada. We get to do this all through Ford trucks. Corning Ford. 
Paul, Francis, the entire crew, the customer service, the service department, the selection, the dedication to excellence and quality. The number one Ford Super Duty dealer in the West United States five years in a row. They're in the top 10 in the country and they're in a little tiny town, Corning, California. 5,000 people deep maybe, but the construction, the farming, the ranching, the almonds, the walnuts, the olives, the duck hunting, the fishing, the deer hunting and turkey hunting, predator hunting, you name it. Corning Ford is part of it. They support our lifestyle, their pricing. They refuse to mark them up. Give them a try. They'll deliver your truck anywhere in the country. They've delivered them to Alaska, Florida, so many to Nevada, so many to Northern California, all over Arizona and Colorado. They've delivered three to Tennessee. They delivered one to Minnesota to our friend Andrew at Wild Acre Kennels. It's Corning Ford. They support the outdoors, and there's nothing better than a Ford truck. These 2023 Ford Super Duties, F-250s, F-350s, the long bed, the short bed, the tremor package. Watch your speed. Set that cruise control because sometimes you'll look down and be like, I'm not going that fast. Something's got to be broken. And you're pulling a trailer, and you got a leered topper on the back of it. The bed of your truck is full. They're meant for hauling. They're meant for towing. Thank you, Francis. Thank you, Paul. There's nowhere better in the country to buy your next Ford vehicle or Ford Super Duty truck than Corning Ford. Thank you all for supporting them. Jack Daniels presents This Life Ain't For Everybody, A Fit Life, The Living Strong Series with Rob Blake and Coach Nate is back from the break and they aren't shying away from calling out your teen's poor work ethics. The time you can jump your kid's is when they're just not trying. I'm not going to pay $6,000 for this 12s team if you're not going to try. Like You can not try at the park. The Sierra Strength and Speed crew salute all the parents that give a damn and hold their children to a higher standard. Your kid gets the opportunity to go and try and fail and cry and laugh and make friends and and figure out how to navigate sports and life and all that kind of stuff because that's truly what it's really, really all about. Yeah. your parents some slack. Everybody. You know, they're doing their best. They love you more than anything. As we continue the Living Strong series on Jack Daniels Presents, This Life Ain't For Everybody, we'd like to give thanks to American Almond Beef, the provider, and Corning Ford for making this podcast possible. Now back to Robin Blake with Sierra Strength and Speed and Coach Nate. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> so, yeah. So one of my Let's questions, just like basis of questions, like to a coach, is like, as the head of the team, how do you define roles throughout a team? Obviously, that's the hardest part. And not just positions, like that's the easy part. But like truly defining roles. like. Right. Because there is a way to kind of promote people to the front, girls to the front, and being like everybody, without parading them around, you know, and making them look like the, you know, the queen of the court, but like putting them in, in positions of leadership or of influence to where it's like, we should gravitate more towards this athlete. So, you know, and every coach does it different, but like just the importance of being able to do that. Is there an importance? Do you think that teams are better roleless and everyone just kind of fills himself in? Should that, should that hierarchy be set by the players? Like, like what are, what's the standard of that role, that role giving process for a coach? Mm, I like it. Yeah. That's a, that's an awesome question. That definitely yeah. leads to a lot of the stuff we're talking about in these things about role models and et cetera, right? Like yeah. putting people in positions and how are they being perceived? That's yeah, that's a huge deal. Um, Here's a great example. There's a couple of teams. One one we're working with now that's, uh, again, they're 14. And they all have just sort of organically fit themselves into little pockets. They they This kid's the one that talks for the group. And this one's kind of her co-pilot. And, and then there's the two or three kids that are kind of they're kind of off to the side there, but they're watching. They're engaged. They know what's going on, but they're not talking within the group. 
And so those kind of, those two are kind of the, the leaders in this event. And we help them, like, hey, Nat, make sure we get water or whatever. Okay, cool. Everyone get together. She gets everybody together. That happened just sort of organically. So there isn't animosity with that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the hard part is if, if it comes from me, if it starts to come from me, I can help put us in position like, hey, I think this is a role for you or this, that sort of thing. But it can also feel like, well, why is she, this kid at B is why is kid A getting all the, the love here? Why is she getting it? What about, what about me? Like I, I, I want to be in important. I want to be seen as being successful or good or those sorts of things. So that's the kicker is that's the answer to your question is like, how do we allow both to happen? Like I have to help put us in positions, right? So they're setters and they're supposed to be in charge of the event. So they have to be a little bit more engaging with the people. They have to be willing to connect with people. And simply by your job, your role is X, Y, Z. So that's harder. And maybe if you're a, if you're not, and you're an outside and you're kind of a quiet kid, you can just kind of go about your business and, and it doesn't really hurt anyone like that, that kind of thing. Yeah. So there's that. So I'm kind of guiding you there, but also kind of like hands off for a second and let's see what, what they do. Like yeah. how, how are they interacting and help push those interactions to the kid that here's a great example. You and I are serving. I serve it to you. It hits you in the arm and goes bouncing over there. Are you the kid that watches the ball roll by? Or are you the kid that picks it up and hands it back like that? That sort of thing. Are you worried about your own stuff? Are you looking at, oh, I'm worried about me. I'm worried about my ball. I'm worried about this. And meanwhile, her ball is rolling by. You're supposed to help your friends. Stop that ball. Help your friend. <laughs> like, this is a good thing to do. And you, you're like, hey, thank you for that. And you don't do it in front of everyone. you just like, hey, kid, I appreciate that. Thank you. And she does it again and again. And now you're starting to, like, curb everyone's behavior towards acting like that. And when you when you help a friend, you get you get praise, you know. Yeah. And, and that helps us define our roles and role models and how we're going to interact within the team. So yeah. I hope I answered the question. No, it's, that's legit. That's yeah, an legit, answer. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's the answer. Yeah, I mean, and, I don't know if, the, I, don't know if there's, I don't think there is a answer. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, no, I was going to say that's a tough one for me because I really don't have to do it. But yeah. what I was th- you hit on one thing that I really liked, you know, like sometimes and I see it from you too when we do a break you call on that kid who's been quiet the whole time to lead the break you know and so so it's just mixing that roll up that I think yeah keeps everybody in you know when, yeah. when you when you switch it up a little bit but it is uh, that's a great question because it is hard to figure out who's yeah. going to step up and be the leader and sometimes it like you said just happens organically where somebody's like okay, we're all being quiet here. Let's do, you know, and just starts right. to take it on. But and eventually everyone starts to look at her and, and, and not not yeah. at her, but to her yeah. for yeah. for the for voice the of the group. Yeah. 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 And, you know, as a player, you know, it's nice to have like a liaison between the coach and your, your body. You know, it's just representation. So it's like yeah. when somebody like that does crop up and they, they're worthy of the merit, you know, it's like it's really refreshing to have somebody that, thin the veil between the coach and the team and kind of bridge the gap. So right, yeah. it is nice to have that naturally, but okay. So then the kind of second part is like, what do we do when it crops up incorrectly? You know, when the loudest is the, is also the laziest and the most, you know, critical and isn't, isn't the best like leader role model, role model, yeah. you know, yeah. or it's happened organically, but we're, we've gone the wrong way. Kind of the way you've described it already probably leads to, 
you know, whatever success is, but relatively relatively successful teams yeah. in, in whatever you're looking for, you know, development or, or, you know, wins, hard, cold, hard wins. But on the other end, I've seen a lot of teams go the wrong way right. because they, they follow the wrong, you know, the wrong leader. Yeah. So how how do you how do we navigate that as coaches when it you you know it, it has happened organically but it's wrong. So yeah. yeah. That's when <laughs> that's when Nate calls his role model to ask him, yeah. what the frick yeah. what am I doing? Yeah. Mentor. He calls his mentor. He calls yeah. his mentor. How did I let this get so far? Correct. Yeah. Because as a as a coach, to be terribly honest, you're either you're either encouraging it or you're allowing it to happen. Hundred percent. In any in any variety, right? You're either 100%. yeah, let's do that, or uh, I guess that could I guess that's okay too. Yeah. Like the the things that happen are a reflection of what you're okay with and what you're willing to like what you want right yeah so honestly the the there are there are <laughs> there are groups that are just broken like they're just yeah. it's a bad mix of humans and they just need their own space you know like that that sort of thing like think um uh you're on an nba team and there's 12 good guys no one's happy yeah. because the right there's too many guys here like i'm only getting eight 15 minutes a game i can't i, I can't do my thing yeah so it's a, the same kind of deal so that that's an angle go ahead so it well it's funny because i mean we've worked around the table right but that question leads right into mine and and i don't know that we totally answered yours no, good. but i think this rip. this maybe this will filter in because i wanted to know from a coaching standpoint from an athlete standpoint and i'm just gonna throw it out this way because it'll be really easy to identify with it you're the philadelphia eagles mm-hmm. you're 10 and 1 you can't lose you, everything is rolling and all of a sudden, the wheels fall off. What do you do after a three-game skid with your volleyball team as a player? You're in a three-game skid, and you're like, guys, we are good. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, we lost a few games. Let's game. get this back to where we were. Or you just keep rolling downhill, and before you know it, you're done. You were, you were like the odds favorite to win everything for I don't even know eight weeks in a row and then all of a sudden you're you lose a couple of games you're still the odds favorite to take it all you just got a little issue going on all of a sudden you've got this downhill spiral so as the coach yeah how do you address that as a player because you're seeing it and, and, yeah. and it could just be your example right there Nate you got 12 guys who want the ball more Nobody's happy with each other, and they're just imploding, and they don't even want to listen to the coach. You know? right. So at your level, you've got a little more opportunity to uh, get into their heads. Yeah. At the pro level, Take they're full control. Yeah, yeah they the make more level, money than yeah. Right, they're a little they're a little older, and they make more money than you. And they're like, hey, you can say whatever you want, Nate. I don't really give a crap. You <laughs> yeah. Know? I, yeah, I just can't wait for this to be over because it's horrible. I'm also a professional. So uh, I'll start with you, Nate. How do you? turn that around (laughs) my my go-to tends to be like shine a light on what's going on and then reflect back to the things that we were talking about ahead of time so we we talked about like we're, we're getting beat up on it's 20 to 10 we're getting beat up on and we we call a timeout and we go guys we're starting to look at the ground a lot we're starting to kind of wander in circles and not really be engaged in the activity we're starting to we're starting to kind of your body posture says i'm i'm all done yeah and that like fine i understand your emotional response but at the same time what we're doing is creating habits we're not winning points or losing points all we're doing is creating habits every time we do this activity it's another 
trip down the mountain, you know, and every time you go down that sled, it's the same path and it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Mm -hmm. And so like you have to think of your, your, your game or your development as every time I do it, I'm getting more permanent. I'm not necessarily getting better, but I'm getting more permanent. Mm. This is what I'm going to be at the yeah. end of this. Yeah. So, so yeah. that's how we, it's like, okay, so we've lost three games in a row. Awesome. Is there something in our habits that are a problem that we're not doing well? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Let's look at those. And then let's just keep going. Just keep going at these things. And eventually if your habits are good and your systems make sense and your communication and, and, and how we're interacting makes sense, you're going to be successful long-term. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I get it. We're struggling. So let's back up. Let's look at the things that we're doing and how we're doing them. And let's look. And then are we engaged in the activity? Do you want to do this right yeah. now? And sometimes the answer is no. Yeah. And you go, all right, fine. Yeah. Then stop. And when you're ready, let's come back and let's try it again, which is on Tuesday at practice. However, <laughs> you got 48 hours yeah, to go get right. it right. In yeah. the meantime, we're still here. So what do you want to do? Do you yeah. want it? Do you, would you like to quit now? Cause you can sit next to me and that's fine. And there's another kid that would really like to go. Yeah. yeah. So that's an option or like, you're just going to quit. We're right. just going to stop. Right. Most people haven't failed. They've quit. Right. True. So they, they just, yeah. I just, I, I, for sure. I, I can't I do this anymore. I can't. I, do it. I can't I'm sure. out. My hands I'm out. Yeah. yeah. You didn't, you didn't fail. Yeah. You just you stopped stick around it. long enough to yeah. win. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. that like, that, those are the things that I talk about during okay. those. I don't know if that's super, you know, like you're not going to turn around necessarily, or maybe you do, but yeah. literally we're just like, okay. So that's not working. Yeah. Let's sometimes change something and try again. Sometimes you just lose. The ball bounces another way sure. and that happens. But sure. like just like Nate said, I think shrinking it, shrinking it. It's not about, you know, 24 to 17 anymore. It's not about 10 and 1, 10 and 2, 10 and 3, 10 and 4. You know, all the it's ticking up in the wrong side. It's yeah. not about – it's so easy to make it all about that and shrinking it back down to like, okay, you know, especially like on a football team, that's a game of like – it's a bunch of little battles everywhere. And if we right. win the majority of them, we win the play and we win enough plays, we win the game. It's shrinking all the way down and like hopefully on a team, the roles have been carved out. If you if you have a chance of, of getting out of it, the roles have been carved out correctly and you have the right guys pulling pulling everybody else up going like, we need to shrink this down. Everybody, you guys all take care. You take care of what you need to take care of. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of what I'm going to take care of. We're all working together, but clearly this whole machine isn't working so we need to pull this thing apart and work on all the little parts right so everybody get everybody hunker down work on your little parts and then we'll extrapolate it back out after that and then then once it goes big picture again you know when you're in football you play once a week so that's when you get your big picture i guess once a week throughout the week it's you know hunker it all the way back down back to the basics you want to talk, you know, like real game. It's like, what are my feet doing? What are my hands? What are my eyes doing? Pre-snap, fix the little problems and then work your way back up. And then, you know, the scheme should work within that. You know, if everybody's handling their bit of business and then there's just, you know, again, it goes back to what is the team dynamic? There has to be a, a, a level of, of belief in that process and belief in like, that Nate's going to be going through that same process as well. And when yeah. we meet back to go put all the pieces back together, I'm not even going to fucking worry about Nate because he's been doing his job. I I don't have the bandwidth to focus on what he's doing. I'm going to do my job. Hopefully when we click this film on, 
tomorrow. It looks really good. And Nate's feet and his hands and his eyes looked really good, and so did mine. And then, and then we can have more fun doing this thing as a as a big group again. But until all of us can handle our our business, we don't really we can't really compete. Put it together. Yeah, you're like a NASCAR crew. Like every yeah. day you, you you go out and race. There's a driver, maybe that you know. There's the engineers that cooked it up and there's the mechanics that take it apart and put it back together and let's try again tomorrow just yeah. no it's it's not an easy solution right no, no. I just, and there's no guarantees just, either right, you know so right. there's there's no guarantees like you said it might be a bad mix yeah you know yeah, it yeah. might be a bad mix and you gotta that's just gonna have to run its course well and, and it you know when it gets to the end of a season people are tired you know they might be done playing yeah. you know i mean that's it's kind of the nice thing with high school sports when you get to go on to another sport you know you you, know, yeah. you get to mix it up a little bit and do something different that, so yeah so i think that, that was the beauty of high school sports <laughs> right. we don't get to do that anymore <laughs> guilty but just just doing something different but you you might do that though nate at a practice just go hey Let's just do something different today. You yeah. know, I mean, we do that with, you know, we'll end up, we ask the parents yeah. first and we play some dodgeball and, you know, just to, just to throw things around and, and do yeah. something different. We, we a lot of times we've bit. gone to the gym and played basketball instead. Like, yeah, you, you lose, you drop three or four games in a row. It's like, we're, we can't run anymore. We're not going to run this problem away. Let's go to the gym. We're going to have a knockout tournament. And we're going to have a hell of a time doing it. And then we'll right. just get back to this shit tomorrow. None of us want to be <laughs> yeah. here. This all sucks. Bury the tape under the field and move on. Yeah. You know, there's the only way out is through. So we're not going to quit. You know, that's hopefully the agreement you've made as right. a team when you start. Yeah. And that's, that, that trickles yeah. all the way down to the individual level to an individual rep when what we do. I just trust that Rob's not going to quit on his last set of squats because we set out on this thing together. So, you know what? He's going to handle his. I'm going to handle mine. And then... It goes back to our roles that those roles have carved out, and I see he's skipping reps. Hopefully, the people that are in the positions that you know to correct those behavior, it, correct it first, and then it never even makes it up to the coach because it's just a reminder of like, hey, this is what we all decided right. that yeah. we're not going to quit, that we're going to put our best foot forward, even when we don't feel like it. Even when, like my best, my best foot is ten percent of what my best foot was yesterday. That's the best I got to give today. That's all we can ask out of you, you know, and. The better the team, the more naturally that crops up. And then the worse the team, often the more like that type of attitude deteriorates the core of the team because you get people just aren't all in like that. And you, you again, you don't stand a chance. Yeah. And that's just kind of got to run its course. There's not often, there's not a lot of correcting on. So you, you mentioned the high school sports, which took me down like 17 exits on the freeway. Like I'm like, <laughs> it took me at a weird place, but you mentioned the bouncing back and forth between sports. So, uh, we talked about multi-sport athletes. Yep. Loved it. Fantastic. Love the idea. So here's the other reason why role, okay. mo role models, okay. mentors, bringing it back to that idea. Yep. Yep. Those, the bouncing between sports, yeah, it was good for their bodies, their minds, right? That, et cetera. You could do something different mm -hmm. and you start to think about things in a different way. You're also, when you're in a different team, you're in a different role. So like you're not, it, maybe you're the star, you're the quarterback, you're the star player. Yeah. But then when you go to the basketball team, you're just a rebounder. You just, you know, yeah. and so you're just one of the guys. So you go from being the guy to being one of the guys. And how do you practicing doing that back and forth makes you a better leader, a better role model, a better 100%. mentor. It's like 
living in someone else's shoes essentially right? i agree 100 you're saying you're saying you think it makes them better it does yeah, when the lights uh, come no back question. on for you to I, I be agree. quarterback again you understand the roles of everybody else at such a higher exactly. level yeah that you yeah. can relate i get and that pass guy. messages yeah. you know you're yeah, now yeah, yeah. a much more secure vessel to pass messages yeah along. so uh, the example not to talk about myself but i was really good in high school you know like i was yeah. dope in high school you, you, we we, we can't <laughs> like, refute that spray. Spray. i don't There's have no youtube tape. video yeah. on you so say all you want no tape. <laughs> <laughs> and we like i'm out there i'm doing the thing this is cool and but i came to team sports a little late like a, a okay. life story bounced around a little bit and then ended up finally living with my dad and then we started to get into team sports i didn't play like baseball was my first like team sport okay. it was in eighth grade okay. <laughs> like, okay. i never played baseball before yeah until eighth grade i'm out there on the tryout right and they like throw 10 pitches like freaking miss every single <laughs> one of them and then and then run to first fastest in the tryout so the coach goes all right you don't know what you're doing, yep. but we're going to put you on this team. There's like D1 athletes and shit on there. They yeah. had kids going to Stanford to play baseball. I'm like, mm, the background. <laughs> Fast as hell, though. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but like, I, so I came to Team Sports late. So I'm already a bad teammate, right? Right out of the gate. I'm selfish. I'm not paying attention. I, but I'm good. So now you're like, you're a bad dude. You're like, <laughs> you're like not, you're not yeah. doing the things. You're not helping our team be successful. You're super selfish. You are good, but like, you're a dick, man. What's your deal? So that like that. And then as you work your way up the levels and you realize you're not that good. Correct. And these players are better than you. And now like, they don't have to put up your shit. Like you yeah. suck, dude. And you're a and you're an asshole. Like we don't need you. So like you had to, I had to change the way that I was thinking, change my like teammate behavior and how am I going to interact? And what I, we would go from being the guy to being one of the guys. Yeah. And, and that like, how do you look around you and go find role models? How am I supposed to act so that I don't get kicked out of here? Yeah. You know? So that was a question for me is like, how do you, it's a question for me that I don't know the answer to that. I ask myself about our coaching and about our club and about our kids is how do I get these kids to understand or literally just to copy, just copy what the good players around you are doing. Copy yeah. how that kid is acting. Co just like, just, it's not corny to look around and go, no. like, she does that better than me. Like it's yeah, not, and that's it's, okay. Yeah, and then go like, what about it? Does she do better than me? Yeah. She jumps higher than me. All right. Can't do anything about that. Uh, uh, okay. She, but she runs with her arms bent. So, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, if I, mean, I do, do that. that, I think that'll help me. Right. Like yeah. picking apart something like that. Do you ever just go, Hey, look, yes. everybody watch, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it puts the one girl on a spot again. That's if we're, you know, we're talking big picture. Yeah. Great moment for her where the lights come on. It's like now it's time to perform. And if she doesn't, you just give her another try or whatever. Or you go, you know what I mean? You, yeah. you coach her through that process. You know she'll get it right. Yeah. But that's one thing I love to do is like, everybody stop. Watch. I want it to look like this. Or and if I can't get it right, I'll just fucking do it. You right. know what I mean? And that's why it was funny. I coming this morning and Nate's working on his setting. Because <laughs> one of my questions was just like, how do I, how do we trust the coaches that like you guys are even seeing this clearly, doing it right? Like you guys are passing along the info. So, but that's why I'm willing to just hop in and, and run some reps because you got to, at some point, we got to see this, how this is supposed to look, and I'll do right. it, and I can do it better than all you guys. So, I'm just going to do it. Right. Watch me. Yeah. And I'll yeah. make sure everybody's watching, you know? But if I can find it within the group, I like to try to do it there because right. they're, it's their you're peer. the ones that are doing it all the time, too, and they're yeah. going to get 30 more reps than I am. So, if I can get them like peeking over at, you know, what's their name, you know, when she runs, because they're like, fuck, I remember coach said, 
she runs well and I I don't so I'm gonna watch this. <laughs> you rep. didn't say that about me. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I wasn't the example. Yeah, and it's just, and then we teach them how to steal reps. And hopefully, it happens a lot. You know, hopefully, it happens. Yeah, there's a there's a moment to yeah. What is today? Friday? Yesterday? Yesterday? We we have an 18s player that's my assistant for the 14s team, okay. and she can hit a slide. So I'm like, hey guys, we're 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 doing we're hitting some slides, right? I'm like, I, we're just we're not doing this right. Anna, come over here and show us how to hit a slide. And she hits three or four slides, and the kids like ooh and ah, right? They're like, whoa, yeah. that's amazing. So, bam, we got a role model. Bam, and she's an identifiable role model because she yep. goes to Spanish Springs. She it plays on our 18s team. We, she's known to be a good player, right? And you go like, I want to copy that. I totally yeah. want to do that. And then later on in the day, we had one of the 14s kids who's pretty talented show the other group, the 13-year-olds, how to hit a slide. And she's like, she's never done this before. She's like, oh, my God, here we go. Like, here we go, here we go, here we go. She does it and she crushed it. She landed, she came back, like, smile ear to ear, like, just yeah. like, whoa. I totally did win. that. <laughs> yeah. And it looked like Anna. Did you see that? I did it like Anna. I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. Now you're starting yeah. to cycle. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now, is there a kid behind you that goes, I want to do it like her? And like, yeah. now yeah. we're talking, right? The light bulb. Yeah. Yeah. It's tricky, though. Like, like, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you're, I, I mean, you do a great job with what you do, right? So it's, but it's hard to um, get them all to understand that, right? Until right. they get that aha moment. I don't, I don't know how you bring it out faster or, or get yeah. it to come around. I mean, but, you know, I, I know I, I think we all do a pretty good job of getting that age group to, to understand where we're going. But it yeah. is. It's, it's, it's a yeah. constant battle going, okay, that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. That did not go okay. as planned. New plan. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't <laughs> how I saw it going off in my yeah. head. It's a, it's a bit of fishing, but I mean, you know, like when it, when it happens, it can, you know, when you find that sweet spot, it, it tends to you see a, a heck of a lot of progress, you know, happen. And it's like then it's it's bottling that and figuring how to continue to, you know, if you're working with one team, it's bottling that and figuring out how to use that to, you know, help sustain you over the course. But I mean, eventually that's going to run out. You got to find a new thing. But yeah. that 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 process, Kuhn and I were just talking about the other day, you know, we go to California, we can, you know, Reno, relatively small market. You know, one of the things that caps us is just the amount of visual we have so close to us, you know, touchable, attainable, like, oh, these girls play in my program. Then they went to Stanford, USC, whatever. I just put in X amount of work. I do, you know, what they did. And I just, that's the expectation of where I'll be when I'm 18. I'll be on signing day, signing with Stanford. Right. Like that's the whole, there's just a relative belief because it's just, it straight in front of their face. We're around Reno a lot. It's like we have our handful of girls, but it's like it's not quite as, you know, touchable. Yeah. You know. Most again, the vast majority of the crew, even at NNJ, where you're like, oh, you're this is hyper competitive. You're expecting to go to college, right? Most of them are just like, I mean, I just like to make my varsity team, and yeah, we'll see, kind of see what happens after that. You know, that yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Versus, yeah, my my wife Amy grew up in Indiana. She has an Olympian that went to her school and was two years ahead of her or four, four years ahead of her. So like, she's like, I'm going to be better than that chick. So like, yeah, it's touchable. Goes right. Know? goes after it and tries to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That again, that's another, that's the role model. That's the, yeah. the, the image, the image thing. Yeah. There's a, there's a irrational confidence. Like why, why are you able to go to Stanford? Cause I'm freaking awesome. Yeah. 
I yeah. just am. Why? Because I came from here and we're just awesome over there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's what Is we're going to do. a little bit ignorant? Of course. Yeah. But so are the best athletes on the planet. Like, yeah. You know, completely ignorant to the fact that there's, you know, that yeah. there's any possible outcome besides success. Why? What else could happen? Exactly. You know, and everything <laughs> yeah. they do is kind of under that, through that lens. Every, you know, every rep is through that lens of like, I'm going to crush this one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that's literally Amy. That's literally my wife. She's, uh, she is just like, nope, I'm going to crush this. What's yeah. next? What are we doing now? Crush that too. I'll crush next, that. Yeah. Next topic. Yeah. And she's just, I mean, I shouldn't say irrational comments. She doesn't have a rash. She's very, it's very rational. It's very, it's very <laughs> deserved. It's very deserved. Yeah. But the attitude exists before the skill set and before the, you know, that sort of thing of like, I, <laughs> I'm going to crush all of you and I'm going to tell you about it while I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't let Amy be right. She will freaking, yeah. I win. I'm winning. <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> yeah. And nothing else was going to happen but that. Yeah. I mean, I don't like fake it till you make it because you got to, there has to be a level of realness. There has to be, you know, it has right. to be tied in a, a ribbon of realness. But there's a there's a, a sliver of that that is true. That's like you you got to believe it before it happens. Or if you're one of the rare ones that shows up there and it happened on accident, you're not gonna know what the hell to do with it. And your you know your time at the top is gonna be very limited. Yeah, yeah. It, I used to use the example of Roger Bannister, the okay. guy the guy that ran the four minute mile, right? Yeah. And before that, it was like you can't do that. It's physically yeah. impossible. It you can't run that. Right. And then. And they did it. And then again, immediately after 12 other guys did it. And it's just one of those like paradigm shifts where you go from like, you can't do that to like, Oh, 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 you can, oh, you, oh, you can totally do that. Yeah, it's going to run harder. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's faster and more often. My heart's not going to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's a great example. Those, that's a great example. They go like, Oh, Oh, I can do that. Check. Let's now go it's, do yeah, that. Now it's Let's, attainable. Someone's yeah, got to touch it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the crossbody swing. Not everybody's swing. a trailblazer, you know, which is, that's the hard thing is like, especially if you operate that way, like if you're, if you've been a trailblazer along is like, if you're in a position of leadership or a coach or a role model of any kind or mentor is like trying to foster that, that trailblazer spirit in somebody that just isn't, that's, that's a little bit more, you know, security minded or, you know, thinks of themselves a little bit more in a box than, than others. That's the that's where the real art of you know this whole thing kind of comes in is like how do you instill that that explorative spirit into somebody that's that's so that thinks of themselves in a box yeah and that's and that's what's curbing their potential not you know not anything external where it's like oh you you know you're 300 pounds you're never going to jump high <laughs> you know right. what i mean like there's it's a physical not, limitation there's here. a physical yeah. limitation but that's the 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 ones that have the the mental blocks on themselves you know how do we coach them through that process of like you know yeah the the spirit of you know failing and and, and you know failing so enough times so you stumble you, into success your question about the um roles like how do you help establish roles yeah. another angle is how do you help help them find the good in each other like i'm the biggest baddest chick on the team and i do all the hitting so that is um, something that i get appreciated for but i'm this yeah. other kid is not what things does she bring to the team it might be that she knows like how to ref really well and that yeah. like yes she's one of our volleyball players and yes she is skilled but we're really excited she what she brings to the table is this and helping yeah. them find their own like identity in these in the within the team 
and you can't do it the same way every time. Like you're saying, yeah, sometimes we go to the gym, we, we lift, sometimes we play basketball, sometimes we do this and different people do different things well. And so yeah, trying to yeah. do a different things allows them like, oh, but Susie's dope at math. Like that's fantastic. <laughs> we love that about Susie and just helping them like have like just this little nugget that is them and something that they get praised for and something that they're like, they can shine as a result. Yeah. I mean, you said earlier too, just like even the girl that passes the ball back rather than just letting go yeah. by or like if they whoever is the most hustles the most and puts the ball most balls back in that bin when it's time to go right like that's an admirable quality you're making our team move better because we, we're more efficient at practice because you know Stacey yeah. got 11 balls in there you guys all got three if you guys were all <laughs> right. racing 11 balls we could a we could probably leave earlier right. b we could get so much done and your growth over one calendar year is going to be x amount better because we got we stole you know two whole practices because we saved one minute a day yeah you know, and we got two whole extra hours off of that over and, the course of a year. And you being efficient helps us. Helps us. Thank right. you. Thank you for helping the group move at, at the, yeah, just helping them. Yeah. That's uh, again, uh, helping them identify their own roles and where, yeah. where can I fit in? Where can I get in to fit in? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes positive and sometimes yeah. it's not so positive. Right. It's like, Oh, I'm the, I'm the clown. I'm the one that, yeah. I'm the one that jokes <laughs> and distracts us. Yeah. Like, Okay, that's not one of the roles we're interested You're in. You're the rope the wrong direction, sis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We might not want so much of that. Yeah. <laughs> or ever. Or, so then within yeah. that, one of my, another kind of question I had was like, what is, what's the coach's role? Because like, we're on a team. If we're on a team, I've always, always, and maybe I'm ignorant here, but... The coach is part of the team. You you enjoy the, you're the figurehead, and you enjoy the success with us, and you eat the success often more than the players ever do. Uh, if you're a good coach, you'll you'll welcome that. But what is as the athlete, my my role is to play and, and be diligent in my process of practicing and learning and jumping in the film and, and and understanding the game. You know, in the ways that I can affect it through my position and through my play. Like what's what would you say a coach's role is outside of just you play hitter, you play setter, you know, you're right. Lombero. And choosing the systems. Yeah, that, for exactly. Our team. Besides, beyond that, what's what's the coach's role? Like where do you where do you show up beyond X's and O's and lineup sheet? I th- I feel like one of the things again, specific to our space is we've talked about before is just the idea of shepherding kids to grow up. Like one of them is literally I'm raising children, right? Like helping them become good humans. So that's, that's, that's one of them. It's specific to us. Um, (laughs) but I don't know. I've never been the, like, you need to be inspirational to the people and, you know, and like get them excited for the event and that sort of thing. Showing that I'm excited Mm -hmm. about the event, I think is more genuine. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to this and I would like, I, I think you should be yeah, too. You should join me in yeah, this excitement. This is really yeah. cool. This is a cool thing that we're doing. And sometimes that's the coach's role is they like help them step back for a second and, and take in the bigger picture because often they get very nuts and bolts, right? So you can kind of yeah. flip flop back and forth. And, and I think, and this is me from the outside, goes right back to your first question. You're all, you're a role model. Yeah. And you are a mentor. And, 
if you do things right, like you like you said, today, I'm just going to be excited today. I'm a, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. You know, your attitude, your your being reflects what's going to happen. So sometimes I know it with my clients. I come in and I'm like, whew, I'm, I gotta I gotta put a face on today. I, I just yeah. didn't sleep good. I got you know shit happening at home. You know whatever. You're like, but it's not about me. I got to put that aside and, and you know put something on to make it feel better because there's been times when i've been tired and i'm like i'm like man i i could tell where i was was the level i got out of my client i'm like okay that's Mm -hmm. that cannot be there so so i think role model and like you said you don't got to be the rah-rah person but you know when you when you're a good coach you're in that you're you're in that field you you want to be there you want and you want their thing i think and i see it all the time you want to have successful kids and and it's not because you want to be considered Nate's the guru you you just want to see those kids mature and like you said we're trying to develop you know long term here's how you work in life here's what you do here's how you strive for that next goal here's what you so i think it's mentor role model and and if you do a pretty good job i think that's where the kids go they're like i love showing up at 3 30 even though you know school's hard and i got a bunch of friggin' homework this is where i get to go hang out with nate and i get two hours of volleyball and i get to escape all that crap and you know i think yeah. part of it's just getting them to hey put the phone away and let's just let's just come together and let's have a common goal and let's work on let's something kick yeah. butt today let's have fun right you know? so I, I don't know it's fun to do that it is fun to do like, that yeah that that's the hard part sometimes we're talking about the younger the younger kids and they go like like somebody you'll, you'll bump a ball and it'll go off your head or whatever, and everyone starts laughing. And you're like, "All right, well, cool, that was funny." Okay, it is funny, yeah. All right, fair enough. Or and now, like, here comes the ball, and I shank it. And here comes the ball, and I shank it, and then I start to like goof off and laugh. And you're like, "Okay, so here, it, yes, funny things happen, but it's not funny to suck. Like, yeah. that's not fun. Right. So what is fun? You got is all these things, and yeah, like, look at all these cool so, things. So you're then learning. you got to play that bad guy every once in a while. I go, okay, yeah. Oh yeah, reel it back in. Yeah, here's where we need to go, kids. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. With, with that age group yeah because it goes back to habits like you're saying bad habits lead to us losing on saturday and you guys all look like shit when we lose on saturday no you guys don't hang out and talk and are not you're not yourselves and so that habit leads to this result and it's you know you can navigate it through (laughs) yeah result based yeah yeah i think like yeah like that we had a coach talk about i I just she's taking too long to explain her drills let's go speed this up they need to know why why becomes self-evident rapidly you don't need Mm -hmm. to explain why at the beginning, just go. Mm-hmm. And you'll go, oh, that was weird. What happened? Oh, it happened again. Oh, it happened again. Hey, everybody, this is why. Right? Yeah. Like, why becomes, like, self-evident pretty quickly. So, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we were, same idea, we're building habits, same crew. We're like, all right, cool. Everybody know what you're doing. We've explained the activity. Yes. Okay, cool. So, in the gym, we, you know, do our cheer, and then we jog to where we're going. You don't have any more questions, comments, concerns? No? Do your cheer? Let's go. Keep going. Yeah. yeah, move. And and they explain. Okay, cool. And then they do their huddle, and their their huddle is just they just sort of walk off, and they're like, whoa, 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 get back here, right? 
and one kid says, one kid says like, ah, we're not really a huddly kind of team. I said, yeah, I see that. And that's why you suck. <laughs> and she was like, oh, and the whole group was like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Was I just saying the things that I see? Yeah. And she's like, all right. And then, and then like, in you yeah. go, let's go. Like this yeah, is, we got things to do. Yeah. This, this is how we do them. Yeah, this, exactly. This is exactly. how we change. Right. Yeah. Right. Do you like yeah. getting beat up on? No. So then do these things right. and you won't get beat up on and you'll have more fun and then you'll yeah. like each other. And like, <laughs> I Amazing promise. Happens, yeah, huh? We'll go in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got one more. Yeah. I, I don't know if you got, I got one, one more. I got one more. Okay, go. You want uh, me to go? And then I'll, I'll yeah. you'll we'll wrap, wrap it up. up. Yeah. Just how do, again, if we're all a big team, coach is part of that team, how do the players hold the coaches accountable? You talk about accountability on teams all the time. <clears throat> how, do, how do the players help? You know, if if the coach is truly a part of the team and not just figurehead boss, you know, I hope hope the coach isn't just a boss. You know, nobody wants a boss in in, yeah. in life, in in anything. So if you're truly part of the team, that means you're you're eligible to be held to the same level of accountability that that a coaches hold players to, and the players should be holding each other to. How do the players hold a coach accountable? Um, you know, at, in our age demographic that we work with, it might be kind of hard considering we got to be a little bit more figurehead. You know of a boss adult figure in the room. But as you know, as you progress up, hopefully, you know, and, and teams are teams are teams, I kind of think. So there should still be a level of accountability they can hold you to. Um, how does a player do it? How do, like, what forms does that manifest? You know, of like, where do I coach? You're not, you know, I think this, you think that, why do I trust you on that? You know what I mean? Like, sure. I mean, is it some level of questioning the coach? Is that it? just, yeah. Or, you know, how do I trust that my coach, like I said, I walked in today and you were practicing, you know, your setting. Yeah. Hopefully, if any, you know, when I lift, I lift hard. And sometimes the girls come back and see it. Oh, you know, when they see it, it's like, okay, there's now a standard. Even my coach is getting his work in. You're getting your work in to make right. sure your skills are sharp. You're right. But beyond just that, how do they, how do you, how do you pass along the message that you're well versed in this, that you, that you, are truly, you know, your heart is pure in putting them in the best positions to win and not just because you like player A versus player B. Yeah. You know what I mean? Does I, that make sense? Yeah, totally. I I think the best way I, I, I feel like I build rapport there is how I answer your questions, right? Like, okay. it, I think, one, like, I want to hear your question. Like, that is, like, priority number one is they need to feel like, if I come to you with a question, it can't be dismissed or... Um, felt to be like, ah, Jesus, here comes this kid with another question again. Like that sort of thing. It has to be, and there's, there's, there's extremes, right? Like you're, yeah, you're course. questioning the coach, you, right? Or like, wait, this is stupid. Why are we doing this? Like that sort of thing that I did as a player. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. But like, yeah, hey, I have a genuine question. Something's going on with my jump serve. Help me. And that, like, all right, I'm here to help you. And I will be here until you feel satisfied with what we need and then I will move on and just being willing. It seems like they're holding me accountable by making sure that I'm willing to be there for their question, for their explanation for the, as long as it takes for us to get where we're going. And I think that's, that's how they, a, a player or a team should hold their coach accountable is 
um, I, I'm asking you a question and I need a direct, clean, coach. clean answer. Yeah. And I need also, I need you to help empower me with the things that are going to help me. Like we talked about last time, we already have the keys and cues. You already know the thing. So if you get hit up high, these are the things we're going to do. Hey, this is uh, how we move forward to the three step lunge or whatever. So me having strong systems that make sense that I can explain very simply that they can internalize and then go, all right, cool. I know what you're saying. I get how this works. And when they do something, you like, you're genuinely excited for them. Like, ah, ha, we did <laughs> we that. Did it, yeah. Yeah. Right. So you do the things that you, you work and I, I swear to God, I'll help you find the answers. And that like yeah. that attitude, I think needs to stay with the team and that's what the players should be encouraging the coach to be is a is a resource and a place of excitement, not a place of like judgment or disappointment or 100%. frustration or those. Sort of, you can be frustrated. I'm frustrated oh, yeah. with a volleyball team right now, but like <laughs> they can they and they can feel it because I've yeah. said it. But I also like I'm frustrated because I want to help us and yeah, you're making this harder. Yeah, I mean Chad talked about it. when Chad was in here. We talked about it. He talked about it. He's like. I hold Rob accountable every day. Yeah. You know, I make Rob come over. Am I doing this right? I'm always asking questions because, a, I want to get the most out of this. Like beyond, right. I'm paying for this. I'm here and I'm putting the I'm putting the work in. I want this to matter. Yeah. So I'm gonna hold. You know, Chad was talking about. I'm gonna hold Rob accountable. I'm gonna hold Jake accountable. I'm gonna hold Blake accountable. Coach me. Like it's. Right. I, I I'm coming to you for a reason. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I don't. And you're. And I. You know. Beyond, you're an external pair of eyes watching me. Tell me what I'm doing right. Tell me what I'm doing wrong so I can continue to progress and get better. I, I like kind of how you put that. It's like, you know, yeah. make them coach. Make 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 your right. coach coach you. Yeah. And not just not for the sake of doing it, but A, because you're trying to improve. I'm me the player. I'm trying to improve. I wanna, you know, I wanna be as good as I can be. And you're the coach. You're the guy that's supposed to help me, you know. Help me do that. I can prove it, buddy. You know, like let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like let's do this. Help me. Like, let's let's well, work. And you said one thing and I think um listening is so big right because then you create that trust right and that relationship uh, i yeah. mean i think once you have those two things then the buy-ins there you know you've got a little bit more buy-in with with those people and sometimes and hopefully it's contagious and the whole team gets it and, and sometimes not coaching is the answer like letting like i'll go to a kid there's there's a couple in mind that'll go hey are you interested in some feedback or are you working on something and off, off and on, they'll say like, no, I'm good. I'm working on something or, or, okay, I'm ready now. I need some, I need, <laughs> yeah, I need yeah, some I'm help. I'm exhausting now. my resources. Right. Right. Yeah. And just like, even that question is empowering to them because now totally, it's, it's yeah. their choice. You can, yeah. And it shows you trust them as the player yeah, yeah. to navigate. And it's like, yeah. you know, I see, I see that you're working and you're, you are trending the right direction, you yeah. know, like, yeah. So if you would like to continue to work, just do it. Yeah. We've given you the tools, you know, there's a kid working on a jump serve. We never made her do a tops and jump serve. That's super complex. She's 13 years old. Why are you doing that? She's like, I don't know. It just looked fun. Do you want some help with it? Not yet. And then off she goes. She's working on it and yeah. goes back. Yeah. Hey, it doesn't need to be that serious yet. I right. just want to play with this. Right. Do I and like yeah. it at all? Yeah. Right. And then like you know, we come back a little bit later and like, hey, how's that part going? You're, I, if you've got a thought, like your toss is a little too high or, or whatever. Oh, okay. All right. I'll yeah. take that under consideration as I go about my business, you know, and I'm fine with that. I don't yeah. have to be like, yeah. the, I don't have to be the boss. I, if you, if you're working on something and I see positive stuff and you're not getting hurt, like 
Cool. Exactly. Why? Why stop like, it? Go, Why yeah. stop go about it? your business. The adventurous spirit, you know. Yeah. Get a lot of good athletes come well, from there. Because because they're putting it together, right? I mean, yeah. I, I, when you said that, I think about you know throwing a ball against the wall and going, okay, where's it going to bounce, and how am I going to grab it, and how am I going to, you know? So yeah, it's it's part of the process yeah. of of oh, that feels like this in my head. Okay, I'm getting this. I don't and, need this guy yelling at me. That. Shut yeah. up! I'm working over here. <laughs> I got this. Working over here. Yeah. Bug off. Yeah. No, <laughs> my last. Home. My last one. Or the last one, maybe, unless it leads to another one, is from an athlete. Okay. From a coach. I've been a parent. I've been in games. I've been a loud parent. I've, you know, <laughs> been really don't give a lot of coaching cues to my kids, but I was just loud. Sometimes they wanted me to <laughs> shut the hell up. So, what do you tell these Getting parents? Getting a chant going. I can see it. <laughs> so, so, Nate, what would be your best information for the parents? Because not every kid we see is going to college with a full-ride scholarship. Most, yeah, most. Blake, from a, from a kid's standpoint, I know what Spencer, if he were or Zoe on the other side of the table, they'd be like, Dad, can you just shut up when I'm playing? And <laughs> you don't need to, you know, talk to anybody, officials or otherwise. You know, so, and a lot of times I'll talk to parents about the college thing. And it, my feeling on that note is if a kid is good enough, they're going to go to college Period. They're going to get seen. You know, even in our small market, Reno, when somebody's like, well, I'm thinking of moving to Florida because my kid can play on this team. And I'm like, if your kid's good enough, yeah, go find you him. probably could save your money and stay in your house <laughs> yeah. and not, you know, really have to do that. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, the kids I've seen who've gone on, who wanted to go on, all could and right. did. And uh, so, Nate, what would you... Okay. Tell those parents. I know this. Is, yeah, go, we could be here for a couple hours. Player perspective yeah, no, might be a little bit shorter. <laughs> Call your client. Uh, yeah, and make it short and sweet, Nate. No, okay, we're good. you can let it run. Get a text away. Uh, yeah, you don't, mom, dad. Your your role there is not to insert yourself into the game. It's not your game. Like you can be excited for your kid and excited for what she's about. And we'll say that's what I was doing. I was really right, excited. right, right. <laughs> but just just let her let her do her thing. Let her let her go about her business. Kellen Kellen playing youth soccer and he's running around and they got they got little tubes up, right? So you it's like bowling with bumpers, right? I've so seen you can't that. yeah, so you can't I've get seen out. That. So, so sometimes they'll just get trapped in the corner oh, or whatever. No. <laughs> but but I'm trapped. Yeah, just like, oh no. And then it's just a little scrum when kids are stepping on the ball and stepping on each other and knocking each other down. Um, <laughs> but but you'll see like some parents on the sideline are like really excited and really engaged and really like they're shouting and they're kids like half the time again like we talked about last time their attention like ooh, starts to go over to like what is mom doing what is yeah. happening right now and then they lose focus on the activity right so but just stand there and we makes you know somebody makes a cool we clap and yeah enjoy it yeah this is the, oh cool look at what he's doing he's just running let around flow. let yeah. let the kid do his thing yeah, because it happened yeah especially at this age group again our our clients are all working towards getting themselves as far away from their parents as they can true <laughs> so yeah, like, i hate this i have to get out <laughs> yeah right 100%. just the window time window yeah, right they, in their yeah. life so like you going to you parent going to the tournament and like being in their dish all the time and shouting and shouting at the ref and being involved like hyper involved in the thing they don't want that they don't like that at all so just just back up and let her do her thing let her have her experience it's not it's not your it's not yours so just yeah. let them 
let them have it. their thing nice. instead yeah. of feeling like you got to get mad. And the the biggest, the best thing you can say on the car ride home, right, is like, is I love you and I love watching you play. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's They that's don't care about any of that them. other shit. They don't care. Yeah. It's like, that's it. So, <laughs> they don't want to hear that their arm wasn't high enough. Yeah. They don't want to hear about that chick that's on your team that's not good. They don't want to hear about your stupid coach. They don't they don't care about that stuff. They just like Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks for loving me and letting me yeah. play the thing. Yeah, that's I, I would and and that's probably why I need because I didn't ever really want to coach my kids, but I would be like, Hey, can I give you one thing at the end of the and it would be probably too close to the game yeah and they a lot of times didn't want to hear it or or i could tell that they weren't t- you know and it was something small to work on but i probably should have held off and done that you know 24 hours later or yeah. whatever so it's i like stuff that. when that's, you're associated that's good information with, yeah. stuff for you like you're associated with sports too so it's like you see it through a different lens like you do have good feedback I to had, offer i had good yeah. information but my timing was yeah maybe it, you know maybe it comes better you know as like hey you know on Saturday the next day hey let's go work on free throws like let's go yeah. shoot free throws yeah. and you spend time as yeah. dad you know rather just, rather yeah. than like they got coached they got all those things you know but yeah maybe that time's better spent like hey let's go down let's go to the park we're gonna kick the ball around you know I saw a couple things in your game and then maybe right. they trust you or not but then you know it's it's your it's the quality time spent is more of the you know the event than, a, little, a little better than the coaching yeah, yeah. you know how about yeah. how about you from a, from an athlete from perspective, the athlete any, anything for the parents anything? yeah i mean a thank you you know it's growing up i don't have any kids or anything yet and i don't have to pay for sports but i know it's damn expensive you yeah know, it is across the board it is funneling yeah. kids getting them to practice getting them here and there like it's a process like I we come from a big family you know so my mom was all over the place dropping here and dropping here and dropping there picking up picking up picking up always helping other parents so A thank you for allowing me <laughs> nice. to just just giving me the possibility of even being able to do this thing but like Nate said this is my thing you know and like yes you do provide the means of which I can do it but if you're going to provide it then then let it be mine and just enjoy it for you you know enjoy watching your kid play not because you gain anything from it but because you get to watch me do something that i love and i enjoy and that i'm working on you know and you know that that process of of working on things and and getting better and improvement and finding success through a lot of failure is hard and enjoy it through that like through the lens of like man my kid is getting this opportunity to you know, put his best foot forward and try and fail and, and cry and laugh and, and work really hard and sweat and, and have bumps and bruises. But at the end of the day, it's mine. So let me do it. I don't, you know, I don't need, yeah. you don't, the, the pressure externally is, is a lot. And if, you know, if it kids are anything like I was, I was really hard on myself already. So I don't need yeah. more pressure. I want to do this and I want to do it because I want you to be proud. You know, that's the other right. part is like, I want you to be proud of me. I want you to watch it. I want to be the most successful. So everybody turns and looks and is like, man, your kid's pretty good. Like I wear that pressure already. So as much as you, even if you carry it, ma- if you could mask that for me, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you can, you can wear that by yourself and, and yeah. let me do this for me and you enjoy it for yourself through and which is hard it's probably often their first time second time third time being able to do it and a lot of them you know often have played sports especially if they've played at a high level and they have high expectations that's even harder you know but let me do this for me and you enjoy it for what it is for you and it's just it's an opportunity for your kid to grow and beyond that it really ain't much yeah but that you know is worth its own weight in gold 
is the fact that your kid gets the opportunity to go and try and fail and, you know, like I said, and cry and laugh and make friends and, and figure out how to navigate sports and life and all that kind of stuff. Because that's truly what it's really, really, really all about. Yeah. Yeah. The time, parents, the time you can jump your kid's shit is when they're just not trying. Like you're yep. literally like, you're just not doing the thing. I'm not going to invest. I'm not going to pay $6,000 for this 12s team if you're not going to try. Totally. Yep. Like y- yep. you can not try at the park. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't have to do this thing. Yeah. So like, the, yeah. and and that's like, that's the other life lesson, right? Is you're supposed to yeah. pick, pick something yeah. and try to do and it. And if you truly hate yeah. it, come talk to then me. Then let's stop doing and we'll, it. And we, yeah. and me and you, like I had a buddy that quit football his freshman year of high school and his dad was like, no, he like broke his wrist. He's like, I hate football, dad. <laughs> right. And they're like, all right, then you go tell the coach, you take, here's your pads, take them to your coach and you talk to your coach and tell him. I don't like football. It's not about that. I'm not, you know, I'm not quitting. I hate this. I just don't want to yeah, do this. I don't yeah. want to do this. This me. is not conducive to my health. Like I am, <laughs> I'm out of here. And they made him do it. And he, we were talking about it. He's like, I'm a better man for that. You know, I'm a better person. So, you know what? He still learned a ton through the, through that sport. Still learned a ton. It's not time lost, not money lost. Nope. It's all valuable. Yeah. I learned you know? what I don't want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. which that's is a huge, that's, yeah. a, that's yeah. a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I, a big one. So, and I was, and I was going to say, parenting is not easy, no, right? No, and and I look back and I'm like, oh, I could have done that better. I could have, you know. But and you just communicate with your kids and and work yeah. it out. It's a again, it's a process, right? I mean, at, at age. 50 I'm still figuring out how to parent certain things you know so it's your first time so we're doing all, it man yeah, we're parents all need a lot of credit too there, so, I, I, yeah. parents need a lot of credit kids are hypercritical of their parents they don't let me do this it's their first <laughs> try you know like they're they're good until, until they pass it's gonna be their first time having a 30 year old then it's gonna be their first time having a, you know what I mean yeah. 30, then it's gonna be their first time being a grandparent cut your parents some slack everybody you know they're doing their best <laughs> they love you you know more than anything yeah it's all the way up and good that's work pretty good I think we'll have to wrap it up there. there. Good work, team. Good work, gentlemen. Nice. I liked it. That worked. Thanks for listening. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, uh, thanks, Chad, for letting us play. Thank you, Chad. See you. Thank you, Chad. See you later, Chad. Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. Keep pushing. You're the Philadelphia Eagles. You're ten and one. You can't lose. Everything is rolling, and all of a sudden, the wheels fall off. Just keep going. Just keep going at these things, and eventually, if your habits are good and your systems make sense, and your communication and how we're interacting makes sense, you're gonna be successful long term. I get it. We're struggling, so let's back up. Let's look at the things that we're doing and how we're doing them, and then are we engaged in the activity? Do you want to do this yeah. right now? And sometimes the answer is no. Yeah. And you go, all right, fine. Yeah. Then stop. And when you're ready, let's come back and let's try it again. A Fit Life, the Living Strong series with Rob Blake and special guest coach Nate is supported by Flask App and Lear Toppers. Rob, Blake, and coach Nate will give a closing workout schedule after these words from our partners. Hang tight. I think lighting is everything. I don't like being in the dark. I don't even like secrets being told. That's kind of keeping you in the dark, isn't it? I don't like setting up decoys in the dark. I don't like looking for anything in the dark. Turn your headlights and drive down the street. Obviously, it's impossible. Lighting is everything. A well-lit room, a well-lit hunt. They make your decoys look better when that sun's shining on them. Mallards perform different, and we perform better and differently when we have our rigid light bars, all of the rigid lights on our trailer, when we can see what we are doing, setting up our blinds, concealing our blinds, setting up our spread, exact distance from a fence or a tree line that we want to be. When you can bright 
brighten up the night, brighten up those early mornings. I'm telling you, it makes your hunting success go way up. The odds are in your favor when you put Rigid on your trucks, in your bumpers, in your light bars. Check them out at rigidindustries.com. I can't say enough about their LED technology. It is the best. It's often imitated, but never duplicated. I know you've heard that before, but there is nothing like Rigid Lights. R-I-G-I-D. You'll find them on all of our Corning Ford Fords, all of our rigs, all of our trailers, on the noses, on the sides, on the back door. When we turn on our lights on our trucks and trailers, we ignite the field and we ignite the hunt. And that's exactly what Rigid Industry does. It ignites our passion for the outdoors. The official LED light bar and lights of the Foul Life podcast and Benelli's The Foul Life TV. See them in action right now, exclusively on the Outdoor Channel. Brand new episode, season 15 of Benelli's The Foul Life. Thank you so much, Rigid, and thank you all for supporting the brands and partners that support us. Vision. I just had a lens retraction surgery last year. It's pretty much like cataracts that you're going to get in your 60s, 70s. Everybody's going to get it. Once you get it, your vision is there. It's never changing. Artificial lenses. I had it at 40s and I'm telling you with what I do with duck hunting and scouting and watching my daughter grow up, I'm just so thankful that I'm back to 2015 in my right eye and 2020 in my left eye. Thanks to Dr. Matt Mills, who you've all heard on our podcast, but I want to protect my eyes. And that's exactly where one of our badass partners comes in. Oakley, Oakley eyewear, the Oakley culture, the Oakley lifestyle. Protect your vision when you're shooting, when you're fishing. Nothing worse than getting a hook in the eye with somebody casting on the same boat. You just can't take it for granted. The damage the sun can cause, the rays, the UV, just keeping the dust and the dirt out of your eyes. Just everything during a hunt, pit blind, boat blind. It doesn't matter, sun up. They make different lenses for different skies. They're sold all over the world and they support the military and the blue line and conservation and hunting and fishing in the outdoors and living off the land. And we never hunt without our Oakleys. Everybody's like, why you always got your sunglasses on? Shouldn't be wearing sunglasses. You probably shouldn't in turkey hunting. I don't wear them in turkey hunting because of the vision of a turkey and the reflection. But when I'm shooting trap range or the sporting clays or the skeet or the five stand, or I'm in a duck hunt or a goose hunt, I have my Oakleys with me at all time. I put them in my banded backpack. I have them in an Oakley hard case. I keep them protected. The prism lenses, everything that goes in to the technology behind the Oakley brand and the frames, the function of them, all of the different lenses that you can get, like I mentioned, and the way they protect our eyes. The prism lens technology is second to none. You got to get a pair of Oakleys. I know there's a lot of choices out there when you want to protect your eyes, but remember, please support the brands that support this lifestyle. Oakley, the official eyewear of the Foul Life TV, the Foul Life podcast, and everything we do here at the provider and where the pavement ends. Thank you so much for supporting Oakley. Have you heard of the fun button? Flask Cap has reinvented the way we use tumbler cups. Everybody's got a tumbler cup. Come on, let's admit it. This tumbler cup is different. The Matic lid is different. The six, the nine. Nobody wants glass in their boat. Nobody wants glass anywhere because of what can go wrong. If you go into your buddy's boat and glass breaks, that's a no-no. So you got your mixers in the cool. You might have a two liter of Coca-Cola, classic Coke Zero. You might have some club soda in a plastic bottle or a can, stuff that doesn't break and get glass that's nasty and will cut your feet up like no tomorrow. The flask cap allows you to store your spirits, your Jack Daniels in that Matic lid. And with one touch of that fun button, it disperses a shot into your mixer, down there with your ice, your Coke, whatever it is. You can have vodka, you can have gin, you can have tequila. We choose Jack Daniels Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey, and you have your cocktail for the day. 
Remember to enjoy it in moderation. Never allow underage drinking. Be safe. But Flask Cap supports the culture of the American outdoorsman, the American outdoor enthusiast. And they keep it safe, they keep it ethical, and they keep it fun. The entire brand, the culture, the messaging is exactly what we're all about here at The Foul Life. We're proud and honored to be teamed up with Flask Cap. Check them out at Flaskap, F-L-A-S-K-A-P.com. And you are going to be so happy and take pride. Get your name on it. Get your logo engraved on it. Again, it's all about moderation. It's all about safety. Be careful with that fun button. One is enough. Two can be a lot of fun. Three is way too many. But you're going to keep that glass out of the boat, off of those beaches, and you're going to have a blast consuming alcohol through the Flask Cap. Again, thank you for supporting Flask Cap. I'm Chad Belding with the Foul Life Podcast and the Foul Life Television. Thank you all very much. A Fit Life, the Living Strong series has come to an end for today. I think we'll have to wrap it up there. there. Good work, team. Good work, gentlemen. Nice. I liked it. That worked Thanks out for good. listening. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Chad, for letting us play. Thank you, Chad. For all new and archived broadcasts of A Fit Life, the Living Strong series on Jack Daniels Presents, This Life Ain't for Everybody, hop on the World Wide Web and head for SoundCloud, iHeart, Spotify, and ThisLifeAin'tForEverybody.com. Thanks for listening. Now, get your pump on.